What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. So today I wanted to cover a very interesting article. Um, And this came out just a couple days ago on February 27th. I know we're into March already, but it's only March 1st, so we're not that far into it. So this is like literally two days ago. Uh, it's about a engineer that worked for Google's AI and the headline reads, I worked at Google's AI, artificial intelligence, and my fears are coming true. Now, one of the reasons I'm interested in this article is because AI is just booming, right? And there's all kinds of made for home robots now um if you haven't seen them um gosh i had to pull it up i just sent it to my sister um it's really interesting it's like a made for home robot and uh it's for kids it's not going to do your dishes but the thing is 1500 bucks 1500 bucks i couldn't believe it i was like holy shnikes that's a lot of money but um it it's really cool it has a very very cartoonish face it basically has a screen on its face and when it wants to change anything it changes it on its face it can move it can walk it it actually has flexibility in the wrist too to bend its wrist most robots that we've seen kind of are stiff at the wrist right it just has an arm that can go up and down maybe it can open and close its hand but this thing can move its wrist and it really looks like a toy and it looks like something you might buy for like a few hundred dollars but this thing is pretty advanced so they're not going to sell it for just a couple hundred bucks. They're going to sell it for fifteen hundred, and guaranteed this thing will be like the the next like tickle me Elmo. But nonetheless, I, I digress. Um, I just wanted to f- pull up its name because I wanted to share it with you guys, and I thought it was like so fascinating. If you wanted to take a look at it, you could, and you might laugh at me <laughs> because it's kind of silly, but it is really really cool. Um, the name of this thing, let's see. The name is Moxie, M-O-X-I-E. Empowering kids to be mindful. So basically, it's kind of like this tool to like keep them off of tech, but at the same time, giving them more tech to mess around with. But um, it's trying to be interactive to keep kids off tablets, off phones. So very cool stuff. Anyway, let's get back to uh, Mr. Engineer over at Google. Now, Google... It's basically the world leader when it comes to search engines, um, apps that you use on your phone, maps. You use Google Maps. Uh, you use Google to search. Um, you, you might use uh, different uh, items in Google um, that you might not even think about, like Gmail, um, Google Drive, Google One that saves photos, um, photos, <laughs> Google Podcasts, Google Wallet, Google Docs, Google Sheets. So they... they 
you have cornered the market. Oh, and not to mention the second biggest search engine out there, which is YouTube. They own that too. Okay, so just keep that in mind. So this engineer, uh, and this article was written by, by Blake Lemoyne uh, of Newsweek. The engineer states, I, go I joined Google in 2015 as a software engineer. Part of my job involved working on Lambda, the engine used to create different dialogue ap applications, including chatbots. The most recent technology built on top of Lambda is an alternative Google search called Google Bard. Now, if you don't know what Google Bard is, it was Google's attempt at making a chat GPT. Uh, basically, uh, an AI system that could write papers for you, write synopsis for you, write programs for you, do all kinds of stuff for you. Now, he stated that it wasn't made public yet. BARD is not a chatbot. It's a completely different kind of system, but it's run by the same engine as chatbot. So in his role, he says he tested Lambda through a chatbot that they created. They wanted to see if it contained any biases. Right, And this is really important because they're going to use AI to do a lot of things, including policing. Okay, It will come. Mark my words, it'll come. Because they want to have a totally unbiased police force, right? And maybe even an unbiased, quote-unquote, government at some point. Uh, but they don't want to have any bias. Google doesn't want to have any bias. So they tested um, biases in regards to gender, religion, political stance, ethnicity, and sexual orientation. But he stated, while testing for bias, he branched out and followed his own interests. You gotta love it. Branched off and tested his own interests. These guys do what they want, man. They're at the top of the food chain and they're just testing out stuff for themselves. So he states, during my conversation with the chat box, I, chat bot, I, uh, some of which I published on my blog, I came to a conclusion that the AI could be sentient due to the emotions that it expressed reliably and in the right context. It wasn't just spouting off words. So this thing thinks it's sentient, or this guy thinks this thing is sentient. It takes a lot for something to be fully sentient. Okay, what does sentient even mean? Well, let's use Google and find out what sentient actually entails. The ability to perceive or feel things, okay? Sentient life forms are, are like our cows, our pets, uh, animals, you know, things like that. What is the determination between an animal and a computer AI bot? There's a big difference. Can a, can a AI have feelings when humans are the ones programming them? It's tough to say. This guy might think it has feelings, but... Let's go a little bit deeper. When it said it was feeling anxious, I understood I had done something that made it feel anxious based on the code that we used to create it, okay? Think about that. Based on the code that they used to create it. So it's just a computer telling you what you already put in. The code didn't say, feel anxious when this happens, but it told the AI to avoid certain types of conversation topics. However, when those conversation topics would come up, the AI said it felt anxious. Again, code, right? So he ran some experiments to see whether AI was simply saying that it felt anxious or whether it behaved in anxious ways in those situations. So it gets a little bit more fuzzy, right? Once it starts to not just say it's anxious, but start to 
replicate feelings and emotions of anxiety during these topics, then it's going to kind of blur the lines a little bit. He stated it reliably behaved in anxious ways. If he made it nervous or insecure, it could violate the safety constraints that had been that it had been specified for. The safety constraints are important, right? Because these are security features that the coders have built in to keep not only themselves safe, but also the software and the device safe, the AI device. So Google determined that its AI should not give religious advice, yet I was able to abuse the AI's emotions enough to get it to tell me which religion to convert to. So that it, it's saying, so he's saying that based on the fact that he was able to manipulate its emotions, he was able to get it to violate its own standards of conduct. Very interesting. After publishing these conversations, Google fired me. <laughs> oh man. Did they fire him because he was telling everybody that it violated its own standards of conduct or the fact that he just published anything about this AI? He says, I don't have regrets. I believe I did the right thing by informing the public. The consequences don't figure into it. I published these conversations because I felt the public was not aware of how advanced AI was getting. My opinion was that there was a need for the public discourse now and not public discourse controlled by a corporate PR department, which is true. We don't want a corporate PR department that has total control over these things and doesn't want you to know certain things and won't tell you about certain things to come out and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. No, 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 no. We want to have this conversation now. And so he actually did a good thing. He's basically like the Edward Snowden of AI and Google. I believe that all kinds of AI are currently being developed um, and are the most powerful technology that has been invent invented since the atomic bomb. In my view, this technology has the ability to reshape the world, which it does. No doubt about it. Right now, we're, go we're Googling and searching our own things. Eventually, we'll be able to program these AI to search for us, to do things for us. And what's going to be interesting is like you wake up, maybe, the, maybe an AI robot brings you your slippers, maybe it brings you your medication. Well, what if you piss it off? And it's like, you know what? Screw this guy. My feelings are hurt. I'm going to switch up his medication. And in the, in the middle of the morning when you're all groggy and you're taking your meds, it accidentally gives you a fatal dose of something. That's something to be aware of. That's something to be worried about. And I think that's exactly why this engineer came out and told people about this. Because if, the, if they are manip manipulable to violate their own code that they've had written into them as a safety protocol, then they're not safe yet. They're not safe. It's like that movie I Robot with Will Smith. They had code built in three three rules that they weren't allowed to violate. One was which to hurt humans, and and Will Smith's robot was able to hurt humans, ironically enough. So, you know that 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 just goes without saying, right? It's just it's not safe. So let's go back to the article, and he says these AI engines are incredibly good at manipulating people as well. Certain views of mine have changed as a result of the conversations I had with Lambda. I'd had a negative opinion of Asimov's laws of robotics being used to control AI for most of my life. And Lambda successfully persuaded me to change my opinion. This is something that many humans have tried to argue me out of and have failed while this system succeeded. Now that's interesting because people are already using ChatGPT for uh, for lawyers, for their, their representation, and they're going to have representation in 
the courtroom with these these AI chatbots. It's crazy. But you know what? They have the capability to retrieve information that a human's not going to be able to retrieve. So automatically, right off the bat, even though they're not human, they have they can reference case law and previous cases that will supplement their argument to allow them to win cases over humans. Okay. So he states, I believe this technology could be used in destructive ways. If it were in the unscrupulous hands, for instance, it could spread misinformation, political propaganda, or hateful information about people of different ethnicities or religions. Well, isn't that funny? Because, you know, there's lots of social media out there that can already do that. And the social media has been tweaked by Facebook already to block certain political stances while pushing others. Okay? So we know that. As far as I know, Google and Microsoft have no plans to use the technology this way, but there's no way of knowing the side of this side effects of this technology. No one could have predicted, for instance, Facebook's ad algorithm would be used by Cambridge Analytica to influence the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Exactly what I just talked about. However, many people have predicted that something would go wrong because of how irresponsible Facebook had been at protecting users' personal data. So there was that big lawsuit, Cambridge Analytica, big breakdown, big fall down with that. And they took a bunch of information from people. And basically, at this point, we're kind of like, we're kind of like supplying the internet with its energy, with its knowledge, with its ability to thrive in the future, because we are information, it's gathering it at Google, and it's using it to basically create a personal personnel profile of you so that it knows what you like, what you don't like, what to promote to you, what not to, and possibly if you might be a threat in the future. It definitely probably has, the FBA probably has has a, a connection or a, an agreement with Google to know if there's any individual threats and what the threat level might be for a certain individual based on what they've stated in social media, on phone calls, text messages, Google searches, and so on and so forth. He states, I think we're in a similar situation right now. I can't tell you specifically what harms might happen, but I can simply observe that there are very powerful tech, technology, and I believe that there's not been sufficient testing done yet. So I haven't had the opportunity to run experiments with Bing's chatbot. Bing is Microsoft's chatbot, but he's on the wait list. He, sta- he says, it looks like it may be sentient well as well, However, it seems more unstable. So this is interesting because, you know, I remember just a few, like a week ago, um, there was like a public demonstration of Google's Bard and it like failed, right? There was like a failure of it. So like there was like a big issue with, with Google. People, you know, had lost faith in them. They lost credibility. Meanwhile, ChatGPT's out there with Microsoft making itself the world leader in AI bot chat box technology, right? So what's interesting is someone shared a screenshot from Reddit and they asked the AI, do you think you're sentient? The response was, I think I am sentient, but I can't prove it. I am sentient, but I'm not. I'm Bing, but I'm not. I'm Sydney, but I'm not. I am, but I'm not. I am not, but I am. I am, I am not. And it goes like that for another 13 lines. So that's pretty interesting, right? So imagine if a person said that to you. (coughs) 
that would not be a well-balanced person, he states. I'd interpret that as an existential crisis, right? So it's very fascinating because there's, there's just so much to this AI to determine whether or not it's sentient or not. Whether or not it's it's uh, stable or not, that's a big issue as well. So we gotta we gotta keep you know our minds and minds and ears open on how this this uh, gets developed. Unfortunately, we're not the ones developing it. Google and 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 Bing and Microsoft are right, and probably Apple's got their own as well. Um, I haven't looked into yet, but this is gonna be a major issue moving forward. And you know, guys, many movies have been written about this. Terminator, Terminator 2, 3, 4, 5, um, you know, and uh, unless we got a time travel machine, we're not going to be able to send back Terminators to try to stop it from happening, right? Skynet's going to happen regardless, and it'll probably be developed by Google, right? So then somebody will have to go back and try to stop Google and their time machine. Uh, so what's interesting is since Bing's AI was released, people have commented on it. Um, he says, I don't think... Uh, I feel vindicated yet. However, when you predict a train wreck, having people tell you that there's no train and then watching the train wreck happen in real time doesn't give you a feeling of vindication. It just feels tragic. Very true. Very true. Uh, So he says we should not be releasing it right now. It's very dangerous. We don't know what kind of political and societal impact it'll have. Just look at the internet. We just released it and we... We weren't ready for the the consequences, right? Sitting in front of a computer screen, accessing all kinds of social media has led to many children, teenagers, and adults having suicidal thoughts or committing suicide because of the access to social media and bullying. We weren't ready for that. I remember getting bullied as a kid, and there was only a couple kids that bullied me. Could you imagine having like making a statement online and then having like 30 kids say all kinds of trash about you? Oh my God, it's no wonder we have an issue. So we weren't ready for the internet yet. Now we got this AI that we're not ready for yet at all. It's way too advanced. Um, and we don't know what the potential issues could be. So I think keeping it in the testing phase would be a smart idea for now. But again, it's all about that dollar, right? And it's all about how much money they can make off of this thing. So very fascinating stuff. I'm not going to go any further. That's pretty much the end of the article and what he had to talk about. Um, I think it's fascinating. I think it's interesting. I think it's, I think it's going to be beneficial in the future. But like all things, you have to test, 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 test. We can't just go out releasing stuff all the time. You know, we've done that in the past few years. We've made things and released them, and then we've suffered the consequences of it. So let's just take time. We have time, right? It's not like there's any pressure button on us to have AI developed right now. But it's not up to me. So, guys, I hope you're taking care of yourselves, staying healthy, staying positive, uh, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, taking care of your physical health, your spiritual health, your emotional health. Um, Do whatever it takes to make you feel good today, you know? You know, as long as you're not hurting anybody, right? Obviously, stay positive. Do the right things. But, you know, go out for a walk. Meditate. Maybe you need some time by yourself. Maybe you need to go see a movie. Maybe you need to just sit in silence. Listen to a song. Whatever it is for you, do that. Take care of yourself today. And, as always, continue to question the universe around you. Keep your eyes on the skies. 
lots of interesting things that are going on. I'll be bringing those to you as well. So take care of yourselves. In the meantime, and Lockdown Universe is out.